a Radio 191 FM podcast. Right now on the line from somewhere in Aotearoa, I'm joined by uh, Guri Tenchery's Morena. Good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Right, you're in Aotearoa for the first time. How's it been so far? Oh, it's been fantastic. I've only been here for uh, seven days and I've got no complaints, that's for sure. That's good. That's good. I'm glad. Um, I guess you're you're a bit of a traveler. You tour and and, uh, play around the world, hundreds of shows. What is it about the road that draws you? Um, definitely seeing new places, and this has been a real treat to come to a, a new place that I've never been, and, and uh, I've been lots of other places, and I've always had New Zealand on my bucket list, and um, it's been great to come here and, and meet all the people and see the places and, and get to play songs for them that they've uh, never heard before. It's really fun. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, that's surprising, I guess. I mean, um, a lot of people say that New Zealand's kind of like a little a little Canada, and I guess when you get to the... I don't know if you've been into the South Island yet, but <clears> you, you'll probably notice that a little bit more when you get down south with, our, well, you know, with the Southern Alps um, and the, you know, kind of like prairie land areas, as you'd call them back home, I guess. Um, so uh, no doubt that the South Island will invoke a little bit of home for you. Oh, for sure. You know what? It's it's extremely familiar, um, all of it. And I, I think, um, you know, like anywhere, the people make the place. And so it's uh, it's really neat to see. Just a really easygoing um, sense of humor and um, just great inviting people and really warm. And, and uh, the reception has been wonderful. So it's exciting to drive. <laughs> I'm from the Yukon, which is just um, across the road from Alaska. Mm-hmm. And um, already a lot of this looks familiar when I'm doing my drives. I've only been over to Napier and Taranga, and, and now I'm in Hamilton, and tonight I'm in uh, Wanagui. Um, or Wanagui. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, but, um, Wanganui or Whanganui, uh, but close enough, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you will give allowances for you because you're from overseas. It would be like uh, me trying to you know, pronounce some First Nations um, townships and screwing it up very badly. Yeah. yeah, but I'm looking forward to Dunedin. I've never been down. That's my furthest uh, date in the south, and I've heard great things about it. And the venue, the Two Dogs with uh, No Tail uh, venue, um, and also the people there. I'm, I'm stoked to come down. It's going to be great. Um, folk, along with, I guess, like reggae and earlier hip-hop, um, is, is a form of a musical storytelling, um, you know, the, dealing with the good or the bad. And I know that one subject um, that that you do write about and are writing about is um, First Nations and other Indigenous peoples uh, in Canada, an issue that um, I don't think the world thinks about. When they think of Canada, um, you know, it's kind of like uh, the shame that your country's kind of hidden away a little bit. Um, Why is it so important to you? It's, well, I grew up, you know, I've been working and living in the north of Canada where nearly half the population is Indigenous. Mm. And besides playing music, I work with kids in care or, or kids are at risk on the street. Kids are in care of the government or just kids in general in the schools. I'm actually a school teacher. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> I've uh, recently become a foster, uh, over the last four years, become a foster parent to an Indigenous child, um, which we've just gotten out of. We've just um, gotten her out of the care of the government and back into the care of us and her family. Mm-hmm her uh, paternal indigenous family so it's we're, uh, we're working all together to raise her and um i have that perspective you know it's a really neat one there's uh, been a lot of things that have happened in the past in canada the last you know in the last 30 to 40 years with the residential schools i'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that here but um or in australia the stolen 
generation would yeah. be another it would be another way to describe it. Um, in Canada right now, it's uh, at a political, a really political, astute awareness as far as it goes to you know indigenous treatment of indigenous peoples, and um, what they're trying to do is you know really correct some things they've done in the past, but. Um, they're still figuring out how to do that. So along with that comes a, a lot of mistakes and uh, and a lot of trying times. So we're going through some stuff in Canada right now, but uh, it's propelled me to write a song, uh, write a record about it. I just finished making a whole record about it that's coming out in the next year. That's fantastic. Um, which is something I never thought I would do. Uh, as far as being a non-Indigenous person and then uh, for your eighth record, I you know it's not something I thought I was planning to do, but my experiences have led me there. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I guess that is is that what your music's all about? Is it your experiences do they inform the music that you create? Well, some of it, you know, a lot of it is. A lot of it is um, all these songs that I'm writing. I've got, you know, like I said, seven records behind me, and they're all based upon events or experiences. Um, somebody told me once, you know, write we write uh, write what you know. So I started writing what I knew, which was you know growing up in certain you know from certain situations and experiences that I had and just sharing them. Mm-hmm. And um, making them universal, you know, you can't just make them about yourself. You can't, uh, you know, it's not very um, inviting when you do that. So <laughs> the trick is to make it universal and connect with people, and uh, usually it does. Very good, very good. Um, what brought you to your style? I mean, I guess you're mostly known for folk, but that's not the only style you play. But what brought you to to folk music? Definitely the storytelling. For sure. I would say that I uh, border a whole bunch of genres. Not, mm. you, know, you can definitely put me into folk, but you could put me into blues. You could put me into country, bluegrass, um, mainly because I'm going all over the place. I'm not just um, playing folk, traditional folk music by any means. It's far from that. You, know, you might even hear some rock and roll in it. Um, so it has all those things, but the main thing that it has is the songs. It's about songwriting and stories and, <clears throat> and some storytelling for sure. Yeah, and inter- entertainment, but uh, I'm playing a lot of slide guitar and harmonica. So if I'm in Germany, you know, they think I'm a blues guy. You know? <laughs> and if yeah. I'm in uh, Sweden or the Netherlands, they think I'm a folk storyteller. Yeah, um, it just depends. It's a funny thing, and we'll get we'll get cast to play a bluegrass festival because of you know our slide guitar playing or banjo playing. Um, just you know, depends on uh, what the event calls for, and no show is the same, which is really fun for me. It's fun to to get up and just do whatever I want and play whatever I want. It's not like um, it's a scripted show, which is the best part. Yeah. And um, I guess uh, in some respects, Canada's really known for their, uh, for that style of music, for, for um, country and blues and, and folk. You've got that rich um, history in Calgary. Um, we've got an expat here in Aotearoa, New Zealand, Tammy Nielsen, who was in the Nielsen family band. Um, who I think were quite big back in the day, uh, who travelled around with her, her family, and now she's making music here in New Zealand. So I, mean, I guess it's uh, a big part of the musical tapestry in Canada. For sure. Well, um, definitely. And where I live in the north of Canada, in the Yukon, Whitehorse Yukon, it has the highest um, musicians per capita in Canada that make a living from playing music. Wow. Which is really bizarre. Because it only has 40,000 people. Yeah, it's not a very big place. <laughs> not a very big place. It has 40,000 people and 440,000 hectares of land. Yeah. So you can imagine that, right? There's no, you know, there's two to five hours without a person, you know, in, um, in the way yeah. between uh, different communities. So um, a lot of the music that's come there has come up from the 60s and 70s from traveling musicians in Canada that came and found a place to rest their feet and uh, buy a house from playing guitar in a... In a 
um, a bar, you know, yeah. you buy a house and get a mortgage. And so they stayed there and made children, and did they came out. The children came out with fiddles, you know. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It's yeah. a pretty cool, odd place to that I've landed, and uh, it's been really great to me. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. And now you have landed in New Zealand. Um, what are we going to see from from one of your shows? Well, uh, I don't know. That's the great part about it. I don't know what's going to happen until I get on the stage, and then I just I kind of have an idea of which song I'm going to play first, and then I just do whatever comes naturally, and I start think uh, you know looking at what I've got in the room as far as an audience, and and seeing what uh, what's what's feeling good, and uh, a lot of it's off the cuff, and you know I, I, I play up to eighty songs if I want to, but obviously we're not going to do that, and um, we're going to have a lot of fun. I don't see why you shouldn't do that. You should play eighty songs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the audience will like it, you know. It's yeah. a long night. It's a long night. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. It's been really fun to I've realized I've been doing this for a while and I haven't done this here in uh front of anyone, so it's neat to be sort of um exposing myself and what I do to, to new people and really fun. That's really fantastic. Yeah, and, and, and there's there's a really strong community down music community down here in Dunedin as well, so I'm sure um, you'll have many come along uh, to see your show. So it's on Wednesday, next Wednesday, the 5th, uh, at Dog or Two Tales. Um, tickets from undertheradar.co.nz. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me this morning. It's been a pleasure. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time. You're good as gold. You're more than welcome. Um, should we play something off Grit? Yes. Yeah. That's your latest release, although you just said that you've just uh, you've just finished an, a record that will be coming out soon? <clears throat> yes, I have. So do you have a track there to spin? I've got something off Grit, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'll play uh, Craft Beards and Man Buns, shall I? Oh, excellent. Yeah, that's track number three. All right, uh, um, well, thank you very much, Gordy. Have yourself a wonderful um, journey for the rest of your time before you get to uh, Dunedin, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Okay, thanks, Jimmy. And cheers, mate. Bye-bye. There's Gordy uh, Tentries coming to Aotearoa for the first time his first tour around Aotearoa New Zealand playing at Dog Food with Two Tails on Wednesday night Wednesday the 5th tickets from underTheRadar.co.nz. his track number 3 from the album Grit that came out in 2018 it's called Craft Beds and Man Buns you're on the 191 FM <laughs> That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.